yo, yo, what's good, y'all? It's your boy, Pluggo, back and better than ever. Man, it has been a minute since I have done one of these. You already know what it is. It's the Squash Match podcast. I'll be driving in my car on my way to a destination and just want to shoot the shit, talk about wrestling. I haven't done one of these in a hot minute. Because, I don't know, I've just been busy, Between Two Beards has been killing it, with JPJ, Thursday Nights, Love Wrestling, check us out. Just life, life has been crazy, but there's just been something on my mind this past couple days, I've just been wanting to shoot shit, talk to you guys about it. And that something is MJF. Does he deserve that bag? As he so elegantly wants that bag from AEW Wrestling. We all know the story. We heard he no-show, double or nothings, meet and greet, which left a lot of speculation in the air. Is he going to show up at double or nothing? Is he going to do the job to Wardlow? Because that story has been one of the best stories in AEW over the past few years. And a long story short, does MJF deserve the bag? Yes. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I always side with athletes in any any walk of sports, I always side with the athlete. And MJF's case is no different. He's been a part of probably three of the top ten storylines in AEW history. They're a short history, albeit, but the storyline with Cody Rhodes, fantastic. Storyline with Wardlow, fantastic. Chef's Kiss, amazing. Storyline with CM Punk, fantastic. One of the best. They told an amazing story. He is one of the most over performers. And I'm saying over in the sense that he gets booed. He gets cheered. He is over with the fans. You hear it in wrestling all the time. Whether they're booing or cheering, it doesn't matter as long as they have an opinion. What The worst thing you could have is an indifferent crowd when it comes to MJF. He is on fire. And I don't know all the ins and outs, all the speculative numbers. I think I heard something out there, $150,000 a year or something to that effect. Whatever it may be. He definitely is worth, at minimum, double that. He's definitely worth half a million dollars. If you feel that he is a blue chip prospect building block for your company, you should pay him as such. And I'm and I hear you, all you detractors, I hear it. Oh, well, when he signed the contract, that was good enough. Yeah, when you started your play, your place of employment and you agreed to $10 an hour for your job, based on good performance, I bet you think you deserve a raise. You probably asked for a raise at some point. There's no shame in saying, look, I'm more valuable than I was when you signed me. Yes, you signed me at 150. I've proved my worth. I want more money. I deserve more money. And I'm talking about this. Let me backtrack a little bit. I'm talking about this based strictly on if this is a shoot. I know that there's the subset of fans who think all of this is a work. And when it comes to MJF, he's very good at blurring the line between work and shoot. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna operate solely on the fact that I think he's a, he shoot wants more money because ultimately I believe who doesn't want more money? Who's not sitting there going, yeah, I'll take another two hundred million or two hundred thousand, whatever the number is, depending on whatever sport you're in. Um, so yes, yeah, so he ultimately 
has had these beefs. They've been leaking out. He's very adamant that the summer of 2024 or the year 2024, when his contract is up, is going to be a bidding war between WWE. And I don't see any reason the WWE wouldn't want an MJF. And he needs to use that as leverage. And he needs to figure out how to get more money in the time frame. So be it. Why are we mad? Let me sip on my sparkling water like I always do. This damn good. No drinking and driving. Just sparkling water. Non-alcoholic. Stay safe, my friends. But yeah, he ultimately wants to get that bag. Tony Khan obviously has most of the leverage in this scenario saying, hey, I've got you till 2024. I don't need to discuss this if I don't want to. But, and again, if you're going to side with Tony Khan, do not forget, Tony Khan is a billionaire. He's got money for days. I'm never going to side with that. I'm not, I don't side with the WWE when they don't release people or they don't give them contract extensions or raises. I never sign, side with them either. It's a business. Get that bag. We see it constantly in sports. We see both sides of it in sports, mind you. We see just recently Debo Samuel, for those that don't know, wide receiver, San Francisco Giants. He's on a rookie deal. Still, he is that team's offense. He is the focal point of that team's offense, which means that ball, and it's not in his hands, they're less successful. He's holding out. He wants more money. He's refusing to play. They do it. Rookies, who never before they changed the rookie pay scale in the NFL, rookies could hold out and sign contracts, whatever number they wanted. There was no scale. It was like I, if the first overall pick who's never played a snap in football says I'm worth $60 million. He'll hold out till the team pays him $60 million. He's never played a moment in his life in the NFL. We don't know if he's any good or not. There's been plenty of stories. The Jamarcus Russell's of the world to get $62 million and then they suck. Um, so again, MJF is essentially on a rookie deal with AEW saying, Hey, since you've signed me, I've proven myself. I am the hottest commodity I will be the hottest commodity when my deal ends up. Pay me more money. Pay me what I'm worth. Here's my track record with CM Punk. Here's my track record with Cody Rhodes. Here's my track record with Wardlow. I made Wardlow a star. And Wardlow got over. And we're not going to... And Wardlow ended up squashing him at double or nothing. Spoiler alert. Like it should have been. He, he did the job. He ultimately did what he was supposed to do. But I think now... Could be a minute before we see MJF for a while. I don't know. Maybe they're going to sit down and say, hey... Take your ball and go home for now until we figure it out or until cooler heads prevail. But anyway, I'm getting off track here. So we see that in football a lot. You see a lot of holdouts. You see running backs who have a monster year and say, hey, I want to pay double now. I need I need that bag because their shelf life is small. And in wrestling, your prime hot time could be small. You never know. One, one false move, one mistake, you're done. Your career's over. Um, he's a hot commodity, but we're also seeing it on the flip side. You're seeing it in major league baseball where younger guys are getting that bag early, like the Tampa Bay Rays and their super prospect Wander Franco, who's vastly unproven in baseball in major league baseball. He hasn't done a lot, but they signed him to a 12 year, $200 million contract saying we're going to bet on that future. And I think that that's where Tony Khan needs to figure he needs to take the ego step it aside and say, Hey, if I think MJF 
is that is that dude and i think he is the pillar and he is the you know guy that take AEW to the future i need to put my ego aside i need to pay him that money i'm not saying give him 20 million dollars a year and vastly pay him more than a Brock Lesnar or just go crazy with it but if he's making for if i the reports i heard are true 150 he's making 150,000 dollars a year $750,000 a year. Make that happen. Pay him that. Give him the mill a year. It's only for it's a short-term investment where you'd hopefully build that um repair that burnt bridge and maybe he'll resign with you. Maybe he won't resign. Maybe he will ultimately end up in the WWE. But I can't imagine the next 18 months of AEW television without an MJF on the product. I think yeah, there's there, again, there's that subset of people that say honor the deal that you signed when you signed it. Sure, you signed a contract, honor the contract. But if you're also MJF and you see, well, I came in and now I'm seeing the Daniel Bryans and the John Moxley's, which he also had a great program with John Moxley. It wasn't his best stuff, but it still was solid. It was still a good time. You know, I can't argue that. I, I didn't ultimately love the whole, you know, presidential angle thing. But, I mean, he still held his own. The matches were great. He's a great performer. He's a fantastic performer. He's, and, again, I just don't understand, you know, what happened. Maybe it's a work. Maybe it's a shoot. Again, I keep trying to toss it. I'm trying to tell you guys as you listen in. This, I'm, I'm angling it as if it's real life and he wants more money. He deserves more money. He should get that bag. He is a fantastic performer. He is arguably the best heel, if not on the short list of best heels in the business. I think Tony Khan needs to step back and say, you know what? I got to keep this guy. I would, and I think he would, I know that there's the, and I've said it publicly multiple times when we've talked about MJF. I don't know if the full MJF experience works in WWE, but I know a guy like MJF can make it work within the constraints he's given. We look at a guy, and I know he gets a lot of comparisons to The Miz. The Miz is, um, could we imagine what The Miz does without the constraints of the WWE PG narrative? It might it probably be fantastic. I think MJF is in that vein, sure. He'll make it work. He'll get over wherever he goes. I know he'd have to dial back some of the stuff he does at FanFest and things of that nature. So be it. But, but I just saw today, speaking of the WWE, as I continue down this rabbit hole, again, I do these things without a bunch of, you know, things in front of me. I just kind of drive and I kind of tell you how I'm feeling and just go. Just go with, basically, I word vomit all over this podcast. And it goes in different directions. And my mind goes off in tangents, yada, yada, yada. But today I saw an article and I can't quote the person. Again, I'm driving. I'm not going to look at my phone while I'm driving. Got to keep it safe. Got to keep it legit. Um, that said the, that the WWE is insanely interested in him. I don't know if insanely was the word they used, but that's the word I'm going with. They're super interested in MJF regardless of what just happened this weekend at considering Double or Nothing and FanFest because they view him as a hot commodity. Now, I don't know who leak that report or if that's MJF's camp. If I'm MJF's camp, I am leaking that all day. I'm telling 
everybody on the sun, everybody's interested in it. It's a bargaining chip. It's leverage. It's all about getting that bag, getting paid, being compensated for the work that you're doing and bringing into the business. I mean, that man has can work a crowd better than anybody I've seen. He's one of my favorite heels in the business, and he does it so well, and he knows exactly what to hit. And sure, does he cross that line? Every once in a while? Yeah, I believe that he does. There are times that I'm like, ooh, I can't believe he said that. But he does it in such a way that it's like, that's MJF. Like, that's what you're signing up for. Like, and he, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just done so well and it's so magical. Even when he crosses the line, it doesn't feel like he went too far, if that makes sense. But yeah, WWE is incredibly interested in him. Tony Khan is interested in him, obviously, because I think Tony Khan is the type of guy that if he was not interested in him and it was as bad as it sounds in the reports, he'd probably just release him. He'd probably boot him, honestly. Because some of the things that we're hearing, you know, Jeff's isolated himself backstage. He showed up seconds before his match or right before his match, double or nothing, and he left right after. Tony Khan said he wasn't going to speak on it. The locker room said they weren't going to speak on it. But but Tony Khan knows what he has. Tony Khan's not an idiot. Tony Khan, and this is again, this is an apples to apples or an apples to oranges comparison. But when a guy like you know Kevin Durant says I want out, or LeBron James says I want out of Los Angeles, trade me right now. The Lakers will just go, no, we have you, and we're not going to trade you till we get the deal that we want to get. And I think that that's Tony Khan's thought process is, hey, I've got you for 18 months. You're contractually obligated to me. You're going to stick this thing out. Hopefully, we're going to work it out. I don't think either party is not talking backstage. I know there are reports that they've that the talks have died down a little bit, but ultimately, I think at the end of the day, you get it done. And it, this happens all the time in business. This is I mean, performers always ask for more money. They want more money. Athletes always ask for more money. So for those that aren't on MJ's side, I don't understand it. And those that are comparing this to Sasha and Naomi, this is two different things. Sasha and Naomi just want to be creatively satisfied. They walked. They decided not to do their work. MJF did. And I'm not. I'm, I'm siding with Sasha and Naomi. I think that they should be creatively satisfied. I don't think that what they did was wrong. But that's also a bad comparison. That's two different things. We're talking apples. We're talking oranges. But ultimately, at the end of the day, MJF not only deserves that bag, hand over fist, he should get that bag, and it shouldn't even be an argument. Because again, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna side with the billionaire owner who could release him on a whim and just say, "I don't like you. You're done," or, or the other company, the WWE, who will just sit you at home for months on end or years on end and let your contract run out just so somebody else doesn't get you. If you don't find the value in MJF, then get rid of him. If you find the value, you see the value in him, and clearly you do. Pay the man. You're going to lose out on, if you doubled or tripled his salary, let's just say, for shits again. Again, I'm, I don't know the I don't know with 100% certainty what the deal is. I'm sticking to that 150 number that I saw just because it, it works. If you give him $450,000 or $500,000, you're out another $400,000 for 
for 18 months with the chance that he will stay. And yes, you'll have to pay him probably into the million range, maybe 1.5, 2, whatever. If You're going to have to significantly increase his pay. I don't know if he gets Cody Rhodes money if he goes to the WWE, but I would not be shocked if he got close to it. As long as they value him as a major player, if they treat MJF, if WWE treated MJF like they're treating Cody Rhodes' current run, and Cody and uh, MJF are friends. They're, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Cody brought him into the business. Cody was a mentor in a lot of ways. There's a lot of similarities to what they do in terms of the way they dress and their kind of their style. So if the WWE said, hey, MJF, come here. We'll make you a focal point, a main event player right away. Here's, you know, whatever. He might take it. Yeah, he might. You're going to end up losing him one way or another. You might. But I would hate to see you not try everything to keep him because I think MJF and AEW's future is bright. I think he can seriously flourish. And I think once the, you know, CM Punk's of the world and the Daniel Bryan's and John Moxley to an extent, I know Mox is a little younger. It's got some more years on him, but some of those older guys start to, you know, kind of lessen what they're doing or even go to part-time or hell retire. Like he could be a, he's slot, you slot him in. I just, for some reason in my mind, I see like a hangman page versus MJF like down the road in AEW as like, this could be a money feud. Like he could have a money feud with anybody. You could revisit this Wardlow stuff. Once Wardlow gets cooking. I mean, I think there's so much left for MJF in AEW. I'd hate to see him go to the WWE, but again, this is the climate we're in and I'm not going to keep you guys much longer. Cause I always promise that these are short. They're sweet. They're quick. They're easy, but that, you know, I haven't done it in a while. It's been months since I've done one of these and I just had to get going again because I miss it. I miss talking wrestling when I'm not just doing between two beards, but I again, go off on these tangents and I already forgot what my last thought was going to be and what I was going to leave you with and what I was going to say. And because that, that right there signifies that it is time to end it. And I'm, but anyway, yes, the Wardlow thing. I think I was, that's where I was Wardlow MJF. I think you could revisit that. I love to see where they go from here. Um, I know Wardlow, this is his, been his best run obviously but it's been his only major run so far and he's knocked it out of the park mjf did the right thing he did the job he got wardlow over wardlow is now in all elite wrestling so i would love to see this revisited at some point but you can't do it if everybody's jumping to the wwe so mjf tony khan whatever you gotta do pay the man that pay that man his money keep him in the fold because selfishly, I want to see it. I mean, if MJF goes to WWE, I'm going to watch that too. If he goes to Impact, I'll watch that too. I love MJF. I think he's fantastic. But at the end of the day, pay that man his money, Tony Khan. Give it to him. He's worth the investment. He is definitely turning heads when he's on TV because you stop. You want to hear what he has to say because it's always something. He's always a hell of a promo, and we love promos here. So pay that man his money. I'll say it one more time. Does MJF deserve that back? Absolutely, yes. All right, guys. I've, I've rambled on for about 20 now. 
it's been a hot minute. Like I said, I haven't done one of these. I really wanted to do it. But again, check me out, Plugo at underscore at Plugo underscore on Twitter, at Plugo on Facebook, at Plugo on Instagram. You can catch me Thursday nights at Love Wrestling between two beards with my boy JPJ. Check us out on socials at B2Beards. You can also check us out Wednesday nights at the All Elite Sidecast as we watch along with Dynamite and, and uh, react to it in real time. All that goes down on Love Wrestling. You can find that at lovewrestling.ca or lovewrestlingca on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're taking over the world, folks. We're taking over the world. You won't want to miss it until I decide to do another one of these again. Peace.